All right, sports girlies, thanks for joining me for part two of our episode about basketball. This is more of an NBA player breakdown, all-star breakdown episode. So as I mentioned on the previous episode, the all-star game is this weekend, which entails a actual basketball game on Sunday, which we're going to break down a lot of the players for that in a few moments. And Friday is a celebrity game with um, several different people that I mentioned on the last episode and as well as a skills competition, a dunk competition, and a three-point contest competition. Now, just a little background. Last year, when they, they do this every year, and it's in the middle of the season. So the Pro Bowl is different in that they do that in the NFL at the end of the season. In basketball, it's midseason. And in baseball, it's midseason. Hockey, it's midseason. I don't know if they do it in soccer or any other sport other sport but the ones that I know the most about it's always in the middle of the season and it basically kind of kicks off the playoffs for those sports now last year it was abysmal as far as the skills competitions um the dunk contest so boring and I gotta say if you're going to be in a dunk contest and you've got all these so sometimes like like years ago, Blake Griffin, he went to the University of Oklahoma, but back when I first started watching sports, he was big and he ended up going into the NBA, still plays for the Celtics as of right now. But anyways, he like jumped over a Kia one time and like a lot of times players will jump over like other players or like they'll bring out their dad or like, you know, whatever. And they'll jump over people. Sometimes they do like, they'll like, hit the ball like off the backboard um and then it would bounce back and then they'll like dunk it some of them are really cool but if you can't make it on the first try why are you even in this competition in my opinion so that was kind of what happened last season it just was like like I said pretty lackluster so I have high hopes for it this year however the people in the slam dunk contest I'll be honest with you I don't know a single one of them um you have the winner from last year who's Jericho Sims. Couldn't remember him. Couldn't place what he did. Like, one guy, now that I'm thinking about it, he, like, had an NFT. And I don't even know what <laughs> that stuff is. But he had an NFT around his neck surrounded by a gold chain. Like, a gold, like, it was, like, in a gold lockbox on a gold chain. Like, would, like bedazzled okay it's real diamonds it's not bedazzled but you kind of get what I'm saying and so I'll be honest like I think it was like a Pokemon card in this chain lockbox situation like that's what you can picture part of his like shtick for his dunk was to put that chain onto one of the judges I'm telling you like the creativity was not present last season so I really hope they do they do better because in the past this is really like I said the same thing about the Pro Bowl like this is when the girlies can get into sports like okay you're doing some fun things like as weird as the NFT thing was I was still engaged like I was still watching um you know oh you're gonna jump over your dad like oh my god that's so cute you know like that sort of stuff and it just has been so disappointing the past year few years so like 
don't at me if it's not entertaining for you, but I'm going to do the best to give you some background on some of these players to make the weekend ultimately entertaining if you happen to catch any of it. Um, okay, so the three-point contest, they're going to stand at the top of the key, which is where that little half circle is on the court. And then below that is the little rectangular box of color that I like to say when they go hard in the paint, that's where they're located. Um, You'll probably hear me say that more often than not, like add it to the list of things that will become annoying that I say. Um, But anyways, so you've got the three-point contest. So you're not really given, um, and they do it from like different points, like on the court. You're not really... Get, I mean, no one's trying to block you. Like, you're not in a real game. Like, the pressure is not on in that. I mean, there's a clock and that you have to hit an X number of, like, three points to get to the next round, etc. So, you kind of get the idea what that is. Jason Tatum will be in that. He plays for the Celtics. I'll get into him a little bit more in a minute. Um, Tyler Hero from Miami. He's really kind of was a shining star last season in the play- the playoffs. Uh, who else? Oh, this Buddy Hilo. It's H-I-E-L-O. He currently leads the NBA in three points, three-point shots right now. So to give you an idea, let's rewind it a little bit. A three-point shot was not a big deal back in the day. Like, it just wasn't even, like, a thought. Like, the skill just wasn't there. And don't get me wrong, like, your OG players like Larry Bird and, like, pre-Michael Jordan, like, this is, like back in the day they just weren't making three-point shots now Larry Bird he's like this this tall like lengthy white guy that played for Boston back in the day he had the most threes in his career he had them combined in 85 and 86 he had 193 three-point shots well this buddy guy He currently, this season alone, and if this season started, like, let's say right before Christmas, he's already at 223 three-point shots, like, made. Um, So it just goes to show, like, how much the game has evolved over time and how much, like, like we as fans and other players, like, they want more and they want to be the best and you have to keep, like, trying new things to become the best you know kind of like the dunk contest like first people were just doing cool dunks then people are jumping over cars and humans like it always is like we always need the next biggest next best thing um another cool thing to note is like now not to be like a big old like warriors fan and like oh curry is the best or anything but he really is and this is these are not my words like he is what is really put making three-point shots like put that on the board like as something to strive to be fabulous at so you got to really hand it to him like he is you you could say the best three-point shooter in the NBA but um I digress so then there's also this skills competition that I I'll be honest with you like I didn't really do that much research on it because, like I said before, like this whole event was a little more lackluster than expected last year. So I want to make sure you still know what it is, but we don't really have to like waste our time. So it's three different teams. It's going to be a team of rookies, a team of Utah Jazz players since they are hosting this all-star game in Utah, and the team Agkintumbo, which is Giannis's 
Giannis and his two brothers that are also in the NBA. I'll get into that in a second. But they um, are going to do the competition against the other two teams and kind of see where that goes. All right. So let's get into our players. All right. So before I break down the players, so you have your two team captains, which is Giannis and LeBron. They are playing for particular charities that this money, all the money raised for this game, that's where it's going to go, whoever is the winning team. So the players I'm going to break down are all the players that have been selected for the All-Star game. There are X number of players from the West com- Western Conference and then from the Eastern Conference. Now, they don't necessarily play on those teams necessarily, Well, they will, but there's going to be a draft the day of the game. So it's kind of like back in school, like when you played kickball and you had two team captains. Same idea. So they're going to stand in front of everyone, pick their players back and forth, the whole thing. So this is actually the first year they're doing it that way. So we'll see how it all plays out. Um, You know, really triggering to like have everyone standing there being like oh my god am I gonna get picked am I gonna be on LeBron's team you know I don't know (laughs) they probably don't care that much like I'm making it out to to be but um let's go ahead and get started so as I mentioned Giannis is a player that I definitely follow um he and his brothers they're all um they all grew up in Greece So interesting story there. And if you want to know more about their story, there's a documentary on Disney Plus called Rise. It's really cute. And it kind of just like starts with like, you know, they were all big like soccer fans. And then they end up like playing this like game called basketball. They become really good. And then but they need like visas to play in America. Like it's it's a story. And there's a lot of like famous faces in it, too. So um, give that a watch at some point. You might be a Giannis fan just like me. Okay, so Giannis is engaged to Mariah, and they have two little kiddos together. And Giannis has two brothers that are currently in the NBA. One also plays on his team, um, the Milwaukee Bucks, as I mentioned, and his other brother plays for the Lakers. He has two other brothers that are also basketball players, but from what I gather, they are in, like, European leagues. Didn't really want to dive into them too much. Um, but what's interesting to note is Giannis is actually a part owner in the Milwaukee Brewers, which is the baseball team there. And Aaron Rodgers is actually a part owner of the Bucks. So I just kind of like learning a little bit more about these players and stuff. There's really a lot of that going on. So I kind of want to dive into that on another episode, kind of like players owning other teams and what teams they own, like kind of create this like I don't know, like timeline, like web of like player ownership teams, you know, Um, another player from the Eastern Conference that was selected is Kyrie Irving, who currently plays for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, He actually averages playing about half a season and that is for the entirety of his career. He also did that when he was back at Duke, just like did not play. I, I don't understand, but So he's now playing in Dallas, but what he's kind of known for is being really outspoken about not getting vaccinated. And, you know, that's all on him. Like, 
if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's all on you. Like, he actually lost out on a lot of money for not playing and really sticking to his scruples. But for me, like, him as a player, like, he just does not strike me as a team player. And you have really no choice when you're a team of, you know, five guys. Um, So now he plays in Dallas. And Luca, like, he doesn't – is the – basically their, like, star player in Dallas. So Luca is – very very good at what he does and I have you know he'll be in this all-star game as well but you know I just don't think that him and Kyrie are going to be a good fit so we'll kind of see how that plays out the other thing is like Kyrie made some anti-semitic comments back in a few months ago there was like a movie that came out maybe more than a few months ago my timing is always off but um so I don't know we just really can't he got suspended for it so like I'm glad they did something but like we just can't be talking that way and especially when you like have such a big platform I think that if you're not going to use it for good like definitely don't use it for evil you know all right another guy Donovan Mitchell currently plays for the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers who LeBron used to play for um he actually you know how like during the Super Bowl they were having all these like concerts and like meet and greets and you know NFL experience etc etc well the NBA is trying to do a lot of stuff like that too to kind of like bring hype to this event so he's actually like in seeing a comedy show that weekend which I found really interesting so maybe I don't know maybe comedy is a hobby of his I will I'll have to let you know Jason Tatum, who I mentioned earlier, who is going to be in that three-point contest, he's actually also been selected to be in the All-Star game on Sunday. His son, Jason Jr., is this, like, cute little boy. He's about five years old. He's always on the sidelines um, or, like, helping, like, on the court when there's, like, pregame warm-ups and stuff. He, and you'll see a lot of players will have their kids down there. But this kid's, like, really charismatic. Like, he's literally all over Instagram. Um and his mom, the little boy's mom and Jason are not together, but um, she actually has like a cute natural hair girl, natural hair salon for natural hair girlies in Boston. And it's just like so cute. It's like definitely my vibe. It's like pink, neon signs. I mean, I don't think she could do my hair, but um, I just thought that was really interesting. But Jason is actually currently dating Ella, Ella May. She's a singer and like the current face of Lacoste right now so I don't really know a lot of her stuff but like her music like I'm into it like it's a vibe for sure so then you have what they call the reserves that were selected so it's like okay like we picked our star players it doesn't necessarily mean that they are the best but they have to pick the best the players that are picked for each team are based on position not by best player so like yeah you could build a squad of like the best of the best like you know like space jam that's not what the all-star game is they literally have to pick like the best guard the best you know um shooter i'm blanking at the second but i digress so some of the our other guys that have been selected from the east are jalen brown who played uh, also plays for boston with jalen he actually suffered a facial fracture a few weeks ago, so you'll see him playing, but he's going to be wearing a mask. Sometimes they wear, like, a clear one. Sometimes they wear, like, a black one. Kind of like Phantom of the Opera vibes. Um, so you'll see him out there doing that. Um, you know, we hope all is well with, you know, his recovery. 
But um, love to see a player kind of playing through an injury. I know that that's not really up to them a lot of times. And they really, you know, I'm sure these teams have insurance, you know, out on each and every player. So they can only do so much when they're injured. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so then Jalen, he actually owns a cute little clothing brand. It's, like, pretty sporty. Um, it's called Juice, but Juice is – the J is actually, like, kind of – it almost looks like it's flipped upside down. And it makes the number seven. So that's his number. So you'll see him out there. And that's the other thing you'll notice. During the game on Sunday, you will you might see players with the exact same numbers playing together. And could that be more confusing for a sports girly? I don't know. Um, so – that's because they're using their current team number and then they're just wearing like an all-star jersey. So just a little side note. Another guy over there from the East is Joel Embiid from the 76ers. He's really good. He just like has a hard time staying healthy just overall his like throughout his NBA career. Um, he is from Cameroon in Africa and um, he has this cute like – I mean, I don't know, Instagram model of a girlfriend. Um, so, you know, she might actually be there, but there's that on him. And then we've got DeMar DeRozan. He plays for the Bulls. He um, is actually, like, outspoken about his struggles with depression as well as Kevin Love, who plays f for the Cavs. Um, and they actually campaigned to like the NBA like association for players or whatever and they are the reason why every single NBA team is required to have at least one mental health professional on staff and don't you just love to see like corporations really like coming with the times and being supportive like these players are playing over 80 games they're away from their families they're living in hotel rooms like living out of a suitcase I could imagine mental health is definitely a concern of theirs and if the NBA wasn't doing something about it shame on them but they are so you know we can we can be happy about that last but not least on that side is Jarul Hall um he has a cute little family he went to UCLA um and met his wife there she's actually a USA soccer player and is a two-time gold Olympic champion so you know lucky him to be totally honest western conference you've got LeBron, who we already know a ton about him, Steph, you know, Steph Curry, know a ton about him. I don't really want to, like, get into them as far as, like, from a pop culture perspective because they're kind of already all out there, as well as Kevin Durant. He ended up just moving to the Phoenix Suns, but I'm not also going to waste your time because those three players for sure will not be playing this weekend, so we will save them for another date later in the season. Um, the Western Conference players that were selected – I lied. LeBron probably will play. So I was incorrect there. But so Jokovic is another guy on the Western Conference. He plays for the Denver Nuggets. He's a super passionate player. Like think this. He's from Serbia. But like just think this big like tall European dude like yelling at refs and yelling at players and just like honestly like kind of just like running the court. Like he just kind of all over the place. Like but in a forceful way if that makes sense. Like not like willy nilly if that even makes any sense but interesting thing about him is he's actually won the mvp the past two years in a row so 
you will hear a lot of people talking about him trying to get that for three years in a row. The only other players that have that same award would be Will Chamberlain from the Pistons and Larry Bird, um, as well as Bill Russell. Both of them played for Boston. And little cliff note there, you're going to see their names a lot, Larry Bird and Bill Russell and Boston, just because they have been around since like day one and Boston as a team has been around since day one. So they obviously hold a lot of records, just, you know, longevity of being a team in the NBA. Uh, Luca, who I mentioned before from Dallas, he um, will be playing as well. He is their star shooter for Dallas. He just had Kyrie Irving join his team. I do think he's a little bit of a ball hog, but to be fair, he hasn't really had a lot of supportive players on his team to actually hand the ball to. Um, another player to mention, Zion Williams, plays for New Orleans Pelicans. He um, played for Duke and was the number one draft pick in the 2019 draft. When the NBA has a draft, the first round is 30 players. So out of 30 players of all the college prospects going into the draft, he was number one. So you got to give it to him. Uh, then you've got Paul George. He's really not that interesting, but he's married to this girl, Daniela. They got married this last year. She, um, a couple years ago, <laughs> this is kind of funny. So Damian Lillard is another player in the NBA. Well, his sister was tweeting like all this smack about Paul George and like how her brother's team was beating his team, blah, blah, blah. And then, da and then Paul George's wife now, um, she tweeted you know, just like not very nice things. and was like, someone should come get this cow. And like, that's not nice, but I'm telling you, like, it's the dumb shit like that that makes watching sports funny. It's just to like know that there's like drama. So like, like if you could like envision how that would go down, like you've got these two players, like one defending his wife, one defending his sister, and then they take it to the court. And then there's like, you know, technical fouls and you know, maybe a flagrant foul. Like, it all just sort of, like, snowballs into this bigger thing. So that's the stuff that I really eat up when it comes to sports. Then you've got this guy, Laurie, who plays for um, the Jazz. He's from Finland. Actually went to U of A uh, for one year. And then you have Ja Morant, Morant, who plays for the Grizzlies. Now, he's a reserve as well, which I was honestly pretty shocked by that. But like I mentioned before, it's not about – being the best of the best in your conference, it's about being the best in your position in your conference. So uh, Ja was up against Curry as, you know, his position. So when you're doing – when that's where you fall in line, like you're not necessarily going to be picked over Curry. Like that's just the way things are. Um, but he's super, super good. Like during the playoffs, like he really like – he was the star of the show. Like, he, during game three and four of the playoffs with the Warriors, like, we were not we were not going to win that game because John Moret was, like, on fire. But he ended up getting hurt and, like, not super bad, but, like, he was just gassed at the end of the day. Like, you've already been playing four games. You They lost the first two, won the second two. Um, but that being said, like, the team is not built on one player, so – you know, while he is very good, he needs some support staff. Well, 
I'm winded. That was a lot. That's a lot of players to go over. Um, but hopefully you learned some fun, interesting factoids about some of them. And I, yeah, I'm going to leave you on that. I am so glad you came back and, you know, or here listening with me and learning a little bit more about players. I want to kind of get a little bit more just out there for you guys so you um, have more of a breadth of information going forward when it comes to sports and you know all together that is the ultimate goal so thanks again for listening I look forward to um, getting any feedback you can find me at sports girly girl on Instagram and the podcast is wherever you find your podcast and like to enjoy them so I will see you guys next week bye bye